Okay, said, forget T.I., forget Nelly, forget 50. What'd he say? What'd he say F me for? <laughs> what'd he say F me for? Like, what? what? <laughs> the one that said you can't read. <laughs> what? Man, it's it's tough to it's tough to have a pre-episode talk after what we just what the, the common trauma that we've all shared. It's really tough Man. to uh to really get into a would you rather because this is a somber moment. KD ain't the only one got to rebuild his rotation. He's not, you know. <laughs> you know, but but sometimes, sometimes. Drake for dropping the album. And 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 and, and this is what I'm gonna do, okay? Because today, I think we need a pep talk. I think we need a pep talk, fellas. I think our backs are against the wall. I think we had some low morale moments this week. Is it all right if I give y'all a quick pep talk, man? Is it all right? I'm with that. Brothers, fellas, listen. It's been a long two weeks without y'all, man. We've all gone through some things. We've changed as men. We have changed as men. Speak on it. In these last two weeks. Well. You know? <laughs> some for the good, some for the bad. Some of us getting new jobs. Some of us getting promotions. Some of us getting jobs that we're proud of. We've also taken some defeats. We've taken some losses. We feeling some pain. We feeling some pain right now. Take your time. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, every day going in. Every day going in, man. Every day going in. Regardless of how bad that bad day is. I know, fellas. I know. We, we've we all been there. You know what I mean? We've all been there. We've all been through the wire. And I ain't talking about Baltimore. I ain't talking about, but you got to push the devil way down in the hole. We've all been to that moment where you got to wake up, brush your teeth, look yourself in the eyes of man mm-hmm. and say, what are my priorities in life? Is everything going to be okay? Is everything going to be okay? But I'm going to tell all, you know, my man Josh just got over a bout with the flu. And let me tell you something. When he came back from that, when he beat the COVID allegations, bro ain't felt better. Bro has never felt better. And I urge both of you, fellas, Indeed. and I urge any young man listening to this right now, any young person listening to this right now, any old per- any person listening to this right now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, man, it's always darkest before the dawn. It's always darkest. Before that glimmer of light show up, that's when it gets so dark you can't even see your hand in front of you. That's when it gets so dark. So, fellas, keep your head up. Keep your chest up, chin up, and keep marching in the right direction. And we're going to be all right. In the words of Kendrick Lamar, if God got us, then we're going to be all right. <laughs> do you hear me? Do you feel me? We're going to be all right. Amen. I remembered you was conflicted. Tell him something. <laughs> hey, listen. All of us were sitting there like that, uh, like like at the beginning of that song, screaming, "Ah!" All asleep. <laughs> all asleep. <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right. We making the comeback, man. We making the comeback. 
Facts over acts, fam. It's been too long. I'm sorry. We left y'all without a dope beat to step to. But man, has there been a ton going on in the time that we've been away. Folks, we got the Nets. We don't know what's going on. M.A. was the coach. Then M.A. was the coach. Then KD won the trade. Then his teammates are trash. Then Kyrie, we don't know what's going on. Hey, Kyrie may not play. He may play. He got to go through three hours of sensitivity training. He got to do at least uh, five handstands. He has to do at least... Three reflective moment. We don't know what's going on. The Eagles take their first loss. NFL midseason awards. The Astros win the World Series. And we've got our facts and acts of the week. Fellas, that sound good to y'all? Great show, so man. good to me. You couldn't right, introduce look. this show any better, Gibbs. Hey, listen. Listen. It's been a hard week. It's been a hard week, man. It's been a hard couple weeks. That's why. See, this is why we need to do the pod every week, man. Because it, when, whenever we go too long without each other, it's it's like uh, it's like uh, what's the the two on um, Teen Titans that they powers they had to be near each other plus and minus. Those two, <laughs> yeah, we like them, man. We we went too far without each other. And our powers start draining, man. All three of us, our powers of persuasion just left us all together all at once. That what an evil world we live in. But anywho, fellas. What's going on with the Nets, man? What What is going on with the Nets? Y'all got to talk to me because I don't understand. I don't understand uh, it. We got Joe Sy telling Kyrie that he got to complete all these uh, NBA uh, 2K side quests to get back on the court. We got KD called his teammates. Kyrie got to go to Percolata. <laughs> hey, he got to go. Kyrie got to go see Lozo the crown before he can get back on the court. <laughs> he got to go see Lozo. <laughs> and then KD calling his teammates bozos. And this is a direct quote from KZ, from KD. Look at our starting lineups. Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, and me. It's not disrespect, but what are you expecting from that group? You expect us to win because I'm out there. So if you're watching from that lens, you're expecting us to play well because number seven is out there. Fellas, what, what's going on? Again, first MA's the coach, then he's not. Then Kyrie situation. Man. Then Joe Sa steps in on the Kyrie situation. Not KD looking around saying, trash, you, trash, you too, trash. What, what's, <laughs> what's happening? What's the solution? Um, I think that the uh, out of all of the super teams that we've seen in the history of the NBA, I think the Nets just happened to get the perfect mix of the worst possible personalities, the worst possible uh players to fit in inside of those roles. Um I'm not gonna speak too much about the Kyrie situation. I don't want to throw a bag away before we ever get to one. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'ma just say with the with the Kyrie situation, if Kyrie was uh very serious about wanting to be out there for basketball, it's a lot of preventative measures that he could have taken to where he could still be playing on the floor right now. That that's Very all I'm gonna say about that situation. Uh, ben Simmons. Oh, look, I've never been a Ben Simmons believer, but after after seeing uh, the way that he played against Atlanta in the playoffs and not dunking on Trey Young, I was thinking like he had a lapse in judgment. We know that Ben Sim- Ben Simmons is very unserious about basketball, but there's no way he's gonna come out on the other side of that and be worse. Right. I was wrong. We were all I, wrong. I was drastically we like this is like this is like movie levels of bad right now. Like this is the Monstars took his powers level bad. Yeah. This is like Mike lost his shoes level bad. Yeah. 
Like I've never seen, regardless of skill set, like we've seen some trash NBA players, but at the same time, they're in the NBA, they just aren't as talented as other people on the floor. From a mentality standpoint, from an execution standpoint, I've been watching basketball since like the age of four. I've never seen a basketball player perform this bad on the floor. To the point where like they aren't playing defense. They they aren't. They're scared to shoot the ball, lay up the ball. And the only reason he's getting assists is because he's literally passing. I don't think I've seen Ben Simmons take like do a crossover this season. Like if he does take a dribble, he's looking to pass immediately. I've seen this man under the rim wide open and pass the ball out to the perimeter multiple times. Mm. And and KD <laughs> KD is KD is just uh KD's hilarious. Like I find KD hilarious, but at the same time, you chose to play on that team. If you want to win, or if you want to, you can't just call out your teammates like that. Absolutely not. And, and part of you having that crew of teammates are you requesting trades to go get bigger stars? You could have had better supporting pieces. You could have had a better supporting cast, but you wanted to make sure you were teamed up with Kyrie. You wanted to make sure you were teamed up with Ben Simmons. And I don't see how this organization can move along any further when your star player is just like, yeah, y'all got me out here playing with some bums. He he talked about his two teammates like there was randoms uh, in, in the wreck on 2K. He really like- did. <laughs> he really did, bro. I have never, like, wow. Wow. So, so, so let me say this, man. Let me say this. There was a scene from The Incredibles, and somebody said that The Incredibles was made for adults, like both of them. And I agree very strongly. There was a moment where Rick Dicker was talking to Bob and Helen Parr because Mr. Incredible said, Rick, are you going to help us get out of this? And he looked at him and said, if you want to get out of the hole, stop digging and put down the shovel. That's literally mm-hmm. all Kyrie had to do. That's it. I'm sorry to say this. But it has to be said. Everybody can get away with saying almost everything as long as you say a couple words afterwards. I'm sorry I didn't mean to hurt the community that I hurt in saying that. I did not mean it. I'm sorry. This man got got up there during the press conference. And when they asked him about it, I can't be anti-Semitic if I know where I'm come where I come from. This is not the time to be cryptic. This is not the time. <laughs> Give a direct answer. Get back on the court. Get back on the court. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. But no, he doesn't. And then KD, let me tell you something. If I was one of them teammates, especially if I'm one of the bench guys, I'm not even mad because I didn't get name by name. If I'm Claxton, if I'm Harris, if I'm Edmund, if I'm right. O'Neal, I'm giving KD the first fade he ever seen in his life. <laughs> I'm giving <laughs> clips by Kenton coming directly to you, my brother. Like you're we every time you see me, we're gonna have to fight. Like, period. You're gonna have to beat me up every day. I'm gonna beat you up every day until they trade you. Cause this is that that's the most disrespectful thing I've legitimately ever heard somebody say about their team. Like, we all know that, you know, guys lead things through back channels or guys say like, oh, I really don't care to play with this guy. I really don't care to play with that right. guy through back channel. I've never, that quote was so ostentatious and crazy. I thought never. it was from a fake. <laughs> Bro, I said, I said, wait, this is not the real Chris Haynes. This is Elon allowing people to be verified. Somebody is the fake Chris Haynes and they said KD right. said it. When I saw that it was really KD that said that, I said, Bro, What? 
And then Joe Sy stepping in and doing all that to make Kyrie get back on the court. Man, knock it off, bro. Knock it off. Knock it off. The man came out with the real apology and said, I'm sorry. Da, 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 da. Let him go on about his way. Let him go on about his way or trade him or cut him. Do what you're going to do, but stop playing around and, and, and playing. And then the, the last thing I'm going to say is this. With what you already had going on with Kyrie, to even consider hiring Ime Udoka is crazy. That's, that's <laughs> nuts. That owner is a sick man who thought to himself, how can we make this even wilder? Well, how, what can we do to take the, the, the eyes off Kyrie? I know. Hire the coach that just got fired for misconduct. That's what we're going to do. I don't know who made a call to stop it. The allegations are that Adam Silver put in the call to stop it. But all I know is whoever stopped that did a very good thing for the Nets. Because, boy, this would this thing would have been blew up even quicker. Chris, what's your take on these Nets, man? Hey, man, I got to say two facts right quick, okay? Two facts before I get on these Nets. For one, the Nets are such a terribly put-together organization as a whole they make the Charlotte Hornets and Michael Jordan look like he's a guru over there. And we all know Michael Jordan is one of the worst owners in the history of owners. <laughs> like Michael Jordan, he tell people, I will still shred you one-on-one to clean up what he really would say. But he still tells his players, if I put on shoes, I'd probably still beat you. Like, that's how bad of an owner Michael Jordan is. You know? The second thing I would point out here is... uh. They let the Sacramento Kings score 153 points. Sheesh. The Sacramento Kings almost put a 155 against you. Can anybody name the Sacramento Kings lineup, starting lineup? Or right, we got D Fox. I, I would guess Fox. Uh, is, wait, they traded Halliburton, right? Yes. Yeah, Halliburton in Indiana. Okay, so it's, it's Fox, it's Sabonis. Is, bonus at the foe. Um, is Alex Lynn starting for them? No. no. Okay. Uh, oh, what's my man's name? Um, Harrison Barnes. He, he Harrison who? Barnes are starting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! What happened to Virgil? Harrison Barnes are starting. Ke- Kevin Hurdle. Kevin Oh, Hurdle. yeah, they do got Kevin okay, Hurdle. Yeah, yeah, they do yeah, got yeah. Kevin Hurdle. And then they starting shooting guard. Last name is Davis. I'll give y'all a hint. Last name Davis. <sighs> I honestly don't know. Yeah, he make me sound like Peter Griffin when he scraped his knee yeah. on family guy. All I got is the... <sighs> That's all I got for you. Who is the Davis? Who is that? <laughs> Y'all not gonna even believe this, man. Y'all not even gonna believe this. Hold on. So you would think, and Sabonis is the center, by the way, just to let y'all know. But hold on, let me make Sabonis sure. Sabonis at the five. I, I'm looking now. If Sabonis at the five. Keegan Murray come off the bench, which I wish. That's why I was thinking of Keegan Murray at the two. Yeah. No, hold I knew on. Keegan Murray was coming off the bench because people was asking like, "How is he not good enough to start on this team?" And I'm like, "That's a good question. How is he not good enough to start?" Okay, so. My lord, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hey, why, why you, why you pull that up? Let me just drop one more thing about how dysfunctional these nets are. Um, so Guyton talked about how bad Ben Simmons was for a good amount of time. He did not properly quantify how bad Ben Simmons has been through 83 minutes of play this season. Ben Simmons has 17 points and 14 fouls. Huh? 
Ben Simmons has fouled out in two of the three games. To, he fouled out in two of the three games to start the season. And in those three games, he had 17 points and 14 fouls. <laughs> no, bro. No. Oh, God. When people say like, oh, I could go out there and do that for like as much as you paying him. 99% of the time, I look at people and say, y'all don't realize how hard the NBA is. Like you really don't. But honestly, 17 points and 14 fouls, I, I know I, 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 I could, could do, do that. that. I could do I that know for I sure. could go do In 83 minutes? Oh, my God. I could do a, that for sure. Especially because what a lot of people don't realize is he be out there in garbage time. Bro, what? Garbage time? I'm going to get me a buck or two in garbage time, bro. <laughs> right. I can cherry pick, make a couple layups, and then foul on the other end to get 14 points or 17 points or 14 fouls in in three games. Go ahead, Chris. What who's who's the starting lineup, man? Terrence Davis, De'Aaron Fox, Kevin Hurdle, Harrison Barnes, and Deontay Sabonis. Wait, I'm sorry. Run that lineup back by me a little slower. It's Terrence Davis at the shooting guard. Ain't that man sees the host 106 in port. That's Terrence J. That's oh, Terrence yeah. J. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he he only this is he a rookie. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. Okay, all right. Hey, shout out to Terrence Davis, man. Any rookie that's in the league starting. Hey, shout out to you, bro. And get your money, young man. Kev, Kevin Hurdle. Kevin Hurdle. Kev, Kevin Hurdle at the three. Okay, we Harrison got the Barnes white mamba. Wait, what? What is what is Kevin Hurdle's nickname? What is it? it is is it like? Is, is it the white mamba? Uh, is it the ginger I thought it was Rick Roll? I thought it was it's, Rick Roll. Hey, it, it should be. It really should be. <laughs> you don't like my bands. Imagine if they played never gonna give you up every time you hit a three. Boy. <laughs> wow. What a what an awful starting lineup. What an awful yeah, starting lineup. Yeah. That's just so so let, let me get on these nets, man. I'm gonna start with Kyrie first, okay? Kyrie Martin Luther Earth. Okay. Kyrie Martin Luther Earth. <laughs> you know. I get it, Kyrie. I get it. You wanna be different. You want to be different. I get it. What you don't understand, Kyrie, is being different does not mean being stupid, okay? And I'm not calling the girl man stupid, but the actions you are doing are really, really challenging your intelligence right now, Kyrie. Like, if you say, I'm sorry, a lot of your problems go away. You know, if you immediately do something like, I didn't think about that, ownership and accountability goes a long way. Now, I run a plant right now. And the first thing I do when we get top management come to visit the plant, they see something not done. I take full responsibility and say, that's on me. I don't blame nobody else in the plant but me because I am overseeing the plant and I'm the one that's making decisions and having people do certain jobs around the plant. That gets, you know, and they, they admire that about me. That's why I'm a young, young black male in the business. And I'm actually at the top of the food chain in my plant right now because they admire that about me. They know that I'm going to take ownership. I'm going to make sure it won't happen again. That's what you have to do, Kyrie Irving. Second thing on Kyrie Irving, you are so talented at basketball, you know, so talented at basketball. Do you like basketball, though? You know, Kyrie, the last two years has really got me questioning Kyrie, do you really like hooping? Like, like seriously, Kyrie, do you really like hooping? Because last year you could have got a shot and then hooping the whole year. You deliberately came into an arena with no mask on when they lifted the mask <laughs> mandate to prove a point, and then you end up going to health and safety protocols a week later. 
Like, do you really, does Kyrie really, really like basketball? Again, that boy is a pizza cutter. All edge, no point. Just just rolling edge, <laughs> more edge, edge, and more edge. All right, now we're going to talk about this. I'm going to say KD for last. Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons. You know, I was high on Ben Simmons. I'll be the first to tell anybody. Once again, I'll hold accountability to that. I was high on Ben Simmons. Honestly, honestly, if you really think about it, right? Remember when last season first started, what did I say that the Nets need to do? Trade Harden or Ky- no, no, I said they need to trade Kyrie for Ben Simmons. I yep. said if they, they would get rid of Kyrie, they get rid of the malcontent, they get rid of the problem, get rid of all the half game playing. Pennsylvania don't have those same mandates. It, it's a win for everybody. It's a win, win, win. Yep. And, and for Ben Simmons to show up like this, ooh, ooh. But go ahead, Chris. So I was high on Ben Simmons, and you know, because Ben Simmons, theoretically, he has the frame to be a better player than Zion right now. He has the frame and the ability to be a better player. Oh, and come Bless on, but has a better, yeah, thank you. A better frame and ability to be better than Zion right now. Like what Zion does well, Ben Simmons should actually do better. Like yeah. he should really do yeah. better. So to see Ben Simmons struggle this much, I'm going to bring it to one of Gibbs' favorite points. The best ability is availability. Okay. When you don't play the game that you claim to love, this is what happens. If you look at everybody that has missed significant time in the league, this is a product of that. This is what happens. Y'all act like he didn't just sit out a whole last season. Right. He almost went broke because he couldn't stop buying cars. You think he was worried about hooping? No. Honestly, that's kind of crazy because, like, you can only drive one at a time, bro. Like, (laughs) that's nuts. A Supermax think- contract and you got cash flow issues? That's crazy. That's really nuts. Go ahead. Chris. He doesn't, you don't, you know he wasn't focused on hooping. If I wasn't in the league for a whole year because my mental wasn't right and I was healthy, and I I told my doctor I need back surgery just because I think something wrong with me. Like, how do you get injured? You don't do anything all season. You didn't do you didn't play. You mm-hmm. said your mental health. Then Philly was like, all right, we're going to give you your money back that we took from you because you didn't play and give your money back, which is good. I'm a player. I'm a pro player. But, man, you didn't really deserve that. You sat out a whole season for nothing, for nothing. When the Nets needed you in the playoffs, you didn't come. You didn't show up. This is a product of that. So I don't know why we surprised that Ben sucks right now. He had not played in 500-some days. Bro, bro said he ain't from Avatar when the world needed the most. He disappeared. <laughs> yeah. He disappeared, okay. but this one ain't coming back. Not, not, not KD. Not, now this is where I got to get on KD back. Okay, I gotta hurt KD with this one. And I know he's sensitive. He might not be able to take this. He might not ever hear this, but I gotta hurt KD on this one. All right, really do, really do, really do, really do. KD, you had the opportunity to stay in Golden State, right? Steph Curry mm-hmm. has shown that he can be a leader. Okay, LeBron James is another person that's shown he could be a leader. Giannis Antetokounmpo is shown he could be a leader. Contrary to the belief of what people say, James Harden, to some degree, has shown he could be a leader. Okay, yeah, to to to, to be a leader. You chose to go to Brooklyn 
to follow Kyrie <laughs> Irving, who's shown everybody in the world that he cannot be a leader, and you are complaining that it's no structure in the locker room? You're complaining that your starting point guard is Edmund Sumner? You wanted to be the Kyrie, man. I mean, Kyrie is your leader, and you're complaining? This hey. is what you chose, Kevin Durant. Hey, again, if I'm if I'm Ed, Edmund Sumner, I'm I'm scrapping, bro. I yeah, don't care. I gotta catch you outside, big dog. Hey, 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 <laughs> Kevin, come on, bro. Come into the locker room. We not gonna jump you, Kevin. Just come in here, <laughs> boy. You you thought Kyrie Irving and Steve Nash was going to be the keys to you getting another championship? Like like that's what that's what you thought. I know I, I hate on Steve Kerr. Like, I'm a Warriors hater by trade. That's what I do in my part-time job. I hate on the Warriors <laughs> and the Lakers. But at least Steve Kerr got some uh behind him. Nash? Na- Nash pro never mind, I ain't gonna just de- degrade the man like that. But <laughs> Na- Na- Steve Nash and Kyrie Irving is who you trusted your future with. A first-time head coach to deal with Kyrie Irving. LeBron James, one of the greatest leaders ever, one of the most intelligent players of the game ever, couldn't even keep Kyrie on a straight and narrow. And you said, sign me up for that. I don't feel bad for you, Kevin Durant. I hope you stay in Brooklyn until all them young guys get better than you. That's how long I hope you stay in Brooklyn. You are a world-class talent. You could have changed the game going to any team in the NBA. You chose to go sign up to play with Kyrie Irving. All right, so so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Which is which would be worse? Which one would you consider worse, right? If your old lady was, like, doing you filthy on social media or your teammate did you filthy the way Kevin Durant did to the public, which one do you think would be worse? I would which say one is worse? Way- Yo lady, you, yo, lady doing nah, you. Yo, lady doing you. Nah, because, because, bro, think about it. Think about it, bro. Most of the time, people going to be like, he must have made her mad for the day or something like that. KD going on national television, talking about my craft and my job that may put food on my table you can in front outplay, of everybody. You can outplay them accusations. If KD calls Sumner trash today and Sumner go out there and drop 40 tomorrow, we're going to be like, KD was tripping. You ain't living now. <laughs> People ain't gonna let you forget about your lady. Hey, lady let me tell you this. You let ever. me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I would much rather KD clown me because KD has shown a pattern of doing this. My lady has not. There is like whoever, <laughs> whoever I choose to be with, there will not be multiple public moments where she has outed one of her former partners saying like, this guy's terrible. He's trash. He's filthy. Do y'all remember what Kevin Durant got caught doing at 28? At 28 years old, he got caught online forgetting this line, sign into his burner. Talk about <laughs> they baby Russ and there was nobody there except KD. At the end of the day, I could look around and say, hey, KD, bro, this is the second team you done bashed. You done bashed everybody you played with except Steph. I'm just <laughs> right. saying. I'm just saying. It sounds like you the problem. It sounds like teams that expect you to lead. It sounds like expecting you to lead is the problem, baby. That's you can do it. Your old lady doing you filthy. Yeah. Even though yeah. less people, even though less people know about it, those are the people who matter to you that know about it. Yeah. Like, and you ain't they gonna let you forget it. Never. 
Like, you know, they Kiki and like, ooh, she said, she saw somebody getting took on the trip and said, must be nice. <laughs> you ain't have to do that, my boy. <laughs> you ain't have to do that, my boy. She saw somebody talking about selling penis and was like, where can I buy a my- <laughs> <laughs> Big fella. Big fella. Like, that's, you know what I mean? I, I'm just saying, like, she talking about she on on podcast talking about this man do not deserve a play. Eesh. So basically, okay, okay. Actually, we have a real life example. We have a real life example. Y'all telling me Will Smith's wife, what she did is is more embarrassing to what Nick. Just, I mean, Katie just. Did. Yes. We gonna more. be talking about what Katie said in a week. But but way but, more. But look, We've been talking about Jada and Will for eight years now. <laughs> Way more. It's not even close. It's not even close for real. It's not. Here's here's the biggest reason why it's not even close. As a player, like like Josh said, you can outperform that. Do you know how many times the media has slandered a player, called him trash, called him horrible, called him whatever, and they outplayed? Remember when everybody said Geno Smith was the worst thing in the universe, and that the Jets were idiots and all that good stuff? He's now playing for a team that's leading the NFC West. And he's leading that team. He's the starter. Like, regardless of what you say about him, you can come back from those allegations. How you going to come back from you a bad husband allegations? How can you come back from that? You can't. How can you? Well, we still, to this day, to this, even if Will hadn't smacked Chris Rock, people would still talk about Will and Jada. People are making memes about turning down the song No Role Models when he say, I want that Jada in that. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough, man. I, I'd definitely rather have my teammate. I'm just, that's just me personally. That's just me personally, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But anyway, we got to move off these nets, man, because they're not the only team that was supposed to be really good that's seeing a ton of problems now, fellas. They, they're not the only ones, all right? Now, most of us predicted that the Lakers would be bad. However, only one of us predicted that the Warriors dynasty was coming to an end. And, you know, <clears throat> not to toot my own horn here, but uh, beep, beep. They're six and nine at the moment. Oh and eight on the road. Have they won a road game yet? Nope. They went eight okay. on the road. Oh and eight on the road. Fellas, tell me, how concerned are you about this Warriors team? Are you on like are you pushing the panic button on the scale of one to ten? How high is your panic meter? Um, my panic button is like at a seven, which is crazy because I said that the Warriors had one more year left in their run. But um the reason mine is at a seven. I'm very big. This, this this show is called Facts Over Acts for a reason. We're not just looking at the box scores. We're not just mm-hmm. um, going with the the court of public opinion. We watch the games. And I don't know if mm-hmm. you've been watching the, the 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 Warriors games, but it's something about that team's body language that's not right. Yeah. They, yeah they, 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 that's always been a team that's been, you know, they've been a standard as far as chemistry goes on the floor. And Steph looks visibly frustrated with the performances he's been putting up and you know, his other supporting cast, his other max contract players putting up, you know, games where they're going 2 or 15, games where they're putting up two points. Steph looks visibly frustrated. And that team just doesn't have the same uh, chemistry or energy around him that we're used to seeing. Clay out there playing like Jackie Moon, boy. That man is suffering. suffering. Get that man. Get that man some Robitussin because he is sick out there. But, Josh, I got to agree, man. This – this team is having problems that, like, we didn't... Who could have predicted Wiseman being unplayable? Like, Wiseman right. is in the G League right now. Right. He got sent to the G League. And honestly, I thought Wiseman was going to be one of those 
plug and play young players that can fill his role. I wasn't expecting that at all. This man was a number two pick. Or was he number one? He was number two, right? He was two. Or he was, was two. he three? Okay. Number two pick in the G League. That's crazy. When's the last time we heard about a pick this high being in the G League? Like, what, Anthony Bennett? I don't even think Anthony Bennett made it to the no, G League. No, he ain't go to the G League. He got, he just got. Yeah, they was just like, you out of here, Chief. <laughs> so wait, if it was before Anthony Bennett, then that would have to be. No, Greg Oden didn't get sent to the G League. He got, no. he got kicked out after he got hurt a lot. Who's Greg the last? Oden still gave you like seven years in the league, though. And the crazy part, and the crazy part is like Greg Oden, like. When they did his numbers by like per thirty minutes, it was kind of crazy. Yeah, he was. It was he, like he was, was kind of like decent when, when he played. He was decent. It was like when he was on the court, he was gonna give you buckets. He was gonna get rebounds, but he yeah. just wasn't never on the court. I hate to see it. I, this may be the first time that we've ever seen it since they start re- calling it the G League. This probably is the first time we ever seen it. Yeah. Ooh, I hate that. Hate that, hate that, hate that for Wiseman. Chris, what's your take on these Warriors, man? How, how concerned are you? One to ten. Listen, bro. Listen, I'm a ten because the Warriors. Okay, let me let me let me read the room. Okay, when you walk into a room, right, and everybody got a, a messed up attitude, right? Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you think of? Uh, I mean, honestly, for me, how quickly can I get out? If I walk in the room and everybody look tight, that, somebody finna exactly. start shooting. Somebody exactly. finna start fighting. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. We are acting like two players didn't have an altercation two weeks ago. We are acting like two players didn't just have an altercation. You honestly think Jordan Poole and Draymond Green cool after that situation. If that was me, my shirt would be coming off at every halftime, every after the game, <laughs> every before the game. Draymond going to have to see me. I, I have to see me. I disagree. If you get hit like that, if you get hit like that, that man made him weak in the knees. That little girl was <laughs> on the sideline talking about stand up, stand up, Jordan Poole. You be weak in the knees. That you don't want to fight nobody like that, man. I'm just nah, saying. Get, get, get. You gonna have to beat me up every chance you get because I'm not letting it go. You let me tell you until something. Until you trade <laughs> him something. or me. You ain't letting it go. Let me tell you something. We all we all from the same place. We all came up under the same rules. I was at, trust me, in Plymouth Square, they used to tell me the same thing. My cousins used to make me fight kids that was way bigger than me or way older than me. It was like, hey, keep fighting until you win. I wasn't going to win. I was not going to win. I was just going to keep getting whooped on until bro got tired. You understand? <laughs> the reality is this. Jordan Poole knows, like, if he tried again, he's just going to get beat up again. And again after that, and he gonna get a couple it's, licks in. I, I, he gonna I get a couple licks it. in, but I understand it. But 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 what you do know is Jordan Poole the one that got the max contract, right? Jordan yeah, but Poole Draymond do too, right? Draymond on his last year. Yeah, Draymond on his last so that, year though. But I'm saying he on the last year of the, the previous max though, right? Right, yeah. right. But but what I know is if I keep scrapping with him, they gotta ship him somewhere. They don't want to ship him, and he gonna be the one that's miserable, not me. And Lord the locker Jesus. room morale go. Mikael Bridges was throwing up the trade ball sign in Clay Thompson's face. Clay talked the most trash than the, the next person in the NBA, and Clay ain't do nothing about it. That is a sign of the whole team morale is gone. I mean, Mikael yeah, Bridges. Yeah, but at the same time, the Suns did it. I, I, can, I, can I just say something real quick? Can I just say something real quick? I, I look at this team. And I see a team that has, you know, what Bane told Batman, 
You have been softened by your success. You have been softened by victory. <laughs> That's what happened to this team. Like they, yeah. you know, the way that everybody liked talking about, well, not everybody, but, but bag Twitter likes talking about Michael Beasley to where they're like, Oh, he could have been one of the greatest ever. He just didn't care. Like, but he, he actually didn't, he couldn't have been like, he, he respectfully, he kind of no. couldn't have been. Like, At his peak, he wasn't in top 20 in the league. And that's my point. Like, you never got to that mountain to say you got disinterested. These Warriors, they've been to the top of that mountain for a very long time. And Steph is the only one that has like that, that as much as we talk about Steph being this mild-mannered guy and Aisha saying she wants attention from other people or whatever you would say about Steph and like, oh, he seems soft and da-da-da-da. Steph got... that dog is really in him. Like that's really there. <laughs> when he step, when he step between those lines, he wants to do bad things to you. He wants to embarrass you. He wants to do this in front of your wife and kids. He wants to do that because that's who Steph is at his core. That's who he is as a human being. As we see from his pops, he does have the dog in him. It's right there. With that being said, pause, pause. Get the side note of his mama coming out. What what she was going? Like like like. Why do you? let something like that come out your mouth mom like like why you let something like that come out your mouth you know <sighs> crying and throwing but- up crying and throwing <laughs> up now with that being said Steph is the only one that seems like you had that dog in him. all the rest of them Clay is out there like y'all know y'all y'all play baseball so I don't know if y'all coach said this or not but you know when somebody running the bases real slow or they running to get a ground ball real slow and the coach is like unhitch the damn wagon unhitch the wagon I want to yell that <laughs> every time I watch Clay play I want to scream unhitch the wagon like at least five times a game because it looked like it, you could tell he giving it everything he got it's just he looks so slow like he's it, it feels like he didn't just lose a step. It feels like he lost three or four steps all at once. And it's like, yeah. Clay, what's going on? And mind you, this is what happens over time. And Draymond is only as good as the players around him. Right. Draymond is a player. And everybody keeps talking about what if Draymond comes to the Pistons because he said he want to come to the Pistons. I think in a couple years, when the Pistons get a couple players to surround Cade and like they actually have professionals, because with all due respect... <clears throat> A lot of them boys on the pisses right now probably uh probably should not be. Hey, in that the boy NBA. Killian got the worst stat line I ever seen in my life. Hey, he got the he got the you grinded yo my player without paying the dime <laughs> to get him better stat line. That's he got the, the brown he got the brown shirt stat line. He got the brown shirt stat line. I hate it for him. Yo, yo, I Chris, have you seen this man's stats this year? Yeah, he like 1.7 or something like that point. Bro, but he playing like almost 30 minutes a game. I was just about I to know. say, Kate is hurt, so we playing 30. <laughs> he playing 30. I know. I know. I know. He, he can't like finish. Almost under 30% across the board. He can't finish at the rim. He can't hit that pull-up mid-range. He's not good from deep. It's like, dog. It's like, bro, what? Why he not do? the G League? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, but th- with that being said, man, the young guys, even the, even the young guys, they look disheveled. They look like they don't know what's going on out there. And the worst thing from the young guys is they look low effort. To me, young guys, you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. You're going to do dumb stuff. You're going to, you know, fail at certain things. You, it should never look low effort. When Kaminga and Moody don't look like they're going balls to the wall for every loose ball, don't look like they, you know, out there giving everything they got. That's a problem. Why are y'all young guys not doing? And then pool, 
Poole knows that he's the he's next in line to inherit the throne on that team because he's throwing up whatever. Bro is like, oh, the offense calls for me to like run off a screen? Nah. Hezzy, hezzy, tween, <laughs> step back. Hey, hey, you said I'm supposed to set a pick here. Nah, I'm going to slip. Pass me the ball, bro. Just get it to me. Like, what is going on? It's Again, this, this team looks great. So I'm going to ask you this. Two teams in the Golden State, okay? Two teams in the Sunshine State. The Lakers, the Warriors. Which start are you more concerned with? Talk to me. Oh, and also my uh, concern level for them is a solid two because I knew that they weren't going to be good this year. Anywho, <laughs> uh, tell me, which start are you more concerned with, Lakers um, or I'm, Warriors? I'm, I'm more concerned about the Lakers because even if this is the end of like the Warriors dynasty, they still got enough pieces to, to where they could retool and possibly put a run together. And I think they got enough pieces for the future to where if they break this all up, we can see the Warriors being decent again in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Lakers are not only terrible, they don't have pieces to flip to get better. They don't have players that at, at the age where you can say, hey, at least they got a bright future. And they're not going to have a bright future because they're playing terrible and their next five draft picks don't belong to them. Mm. Mm. They're estimated to be the worst team in the NBA this season. Like if they keep going on the trend they're going right now, they're going to have the worst record in the league. And they're going to have the highest. Uh, they're going to have the highest odds in, in the Vic sweepstakes, and that's going to the Pelicans. Mm. Mm, I hate that. I just want to. I'm laughing at everybody saying, "Oh my God, are the Pelicans going to run the league for the next 15 years?" Everybody keeps saying that uh, Victor Wembanyama is Ralph Sampson with a better handle in the three point shot, and I keep asking everybody, "Yeah, Ralph Sampson was good. What happened to that guy?" Why? He was over seven feet, and the, the human body is not supposed to jump up and down when you seven feet. When you seven two, seven three, seven four, baby, your body ain't gonna. It just it it can't take the load of being. The I main think it's guy. been a total of twenty three players in the NBA in NBA's history above seven three. Uh huh. Um, I think only six of them have played more than five seasons, and only two of them in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. Hmm. You know. I mean, the answer seems right there. It seems like it's right there for us. But I digress. Anywho, Chris, which start is more concerning for you, Lakers, Warriors? I'm going to say the Warriors um, because of a couple of reasons. So, Josh, you made some terrific points, terrific points. But I disagree. Um, Point being, yes, the Lakers don't have nothing to retool with. But it's La La Land, man. You're going to get a free agent True. eventually. Just like Brian came when Kobe was gone, somebody going to go to the Lakers and bail them out. That's just what the Lakers do. As soon as Brian got there, what well, hey, do do say? AD say, oh, I want to be a Laker now. You know, it's going to happen. I'm not worried about the Lakers. But I, you know, I think they, younger players don't have that same, like, mindset when it comes to the Lakers. Man, get out of here, guy. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you telling me you telling me you don't think there's no young guys, let's say a 20, 27 and under right now that's coming off the contract that'd be like, I think I want to be a Laker. You saying that? I don't think I see it. Hey, hey, all I'm gonna say is this. If you like, if you put the like numbers in and really think about it, right? If a player is 27 years old, right? What year were they born in? 95, 95. right? Yep. If you were born in 95, your formative years in basketball probably came in what? 2003, 2004? Yeah, mid-2000s. Mid-2000s. The Lakers weren't 
They they weren't that deal. They had 09 and 010, but they had I was just about to say they got the two championships in late 2000. And then even after that, what happened? But it wasn't the Lakers though. It was Kobe. That's what I'm saying. They was bad, but they were still relevant because Kobe. The effect Kobe had on the game is what made people still Josh is a Lakers fan. 95. But, but th- maybe. think about how many people my age. Like Kobe is a player for for older like early thirties. Like it's a it's not a lot of people my age is like yo Kobe my favorite nah, player. Nah, or, yo, I nah, play. nah, nah, man. No, 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 no. Josh is not Kobe, wrong here, bro. Most I'm not people wrong at all. Most people our age group. LeBron is their guy. LeBron we're, we're LeBron guys. LeBron is yeah. they got. But but because they pin Bron and Kobe against each other, you got a strong popularity for Kobe as well. It's a strong popularity for Kobe. I mean, I think if they would have had that finals, I think if if somebody would have like hit Dwight in the kneecap one time before game two. Like, <laughs> it would have it, it been a more like LeBron, Kobe type deal, but it just never it never happened. And honestly, I'm going to just tell you, as a Brown fan, for his legacy, I'm glad that, that didn't happen. God, that would have been awful. That would have been a bad finals. <laughs> that that would have been rough. That would have been That finals would have been, oh my God, that would have been just a media 4-0. Could you nasty. imagine Virgil trying to check Pow for seven games? <laughs> Who said it was going it. seven? Who said I'm it was going four, seven? Potential seven. Powell would have been down there eating. Lakers in three. Lakers in three. <laughs> <laughs> Them Man, boys would have went trying to guard Kobe. <laughs> Williams. Booby, Booby, Booby Gibson. Booby Gibson. I'm sorry, Booby Gibson and Larry Hughes trying to check Mo Williams trying to check. <laughs> hey, listen, we talk about players going back in time, getting arrested for witchcraft. What he did to Mo Williams, we might still be talking about to this day. We might still be like, hey, man, RIP Kobe, but you're not going to heaven for what you did to that man alone. <laughs> the Lord was not smiling down upon you for that. But anyway, I digress. I digress. My, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm honestly more concerned about the Warriors start and partially because of the reasons Josh said. They have pieces in young guys. They should not be getting off to the start like this. We see this every year with teams like the Lakers, super veteran teams that have a lot of good players. If they get off to a rough start, if their stars are hurt early, you see them go through like a really terrible opening to the season. But as time goes on, as those young guys hit the rookie wall, hit the sophomore wall, hit the I went too hard, too fast early in the season wall, these veterans, just the veteran teams slowly start to work their way up. This Warriors team, it's like, again, y'all are young enough to where it shouldn't. Again, there's nobody for the Lakers that's playing terrible that everybody expected to ball. Nobody was looking at Kendrick Nunn like, hey, he next. That's him for real. <laughs> right. But people were looking at Wiseman like that. People were looking at Moody and Kaminga like, hey, they next up. Like, that's the Warriors. People, and I, I'm going to tell you how crazy it got. Folks on Twitter were talking about, hey, bro, honestly, the Warriors might be the same team. Like they might, when Steph get older, just kind of ease him off the bench and let these new boys take the star role with Poole at the starting point. Meanwhile, Poole hooping like it's all baddies with BBLs on the side. <laughs> now I will say I'm not as high on Poole as other people were. Like I think Poole is a, I think at his ceiling, Poole, Jordan Poole is like a prime J.R. Smith. Jordan Poole is Kevin Herter with tattoos in the face. <laughs> but when it comes to uh when it comes to um Kuminga and Moody, 
I'm I'm really high on those two, and if they don't pan out, I'll be I'll be disappointed. Not only in them, but like the Warriors scouting system, developmental system. I'm I'm really high on Kuminga and uh, Moody. Listen again, I I am I just don't understand how that man is is literally Kevin Herter, and everybody is just like kind of ignoring that. Like that's, <laughs> that's I mean, little... honestly, if Kevin Herter had that many touches and that kind of offense, stats would be kind of same. It's it's crazy. It's literally crazy to see those two uh, stat lines next to each other. Like what? What? Like it's I, somebody put up their stats on Twitter the other day, and like the points were like point one apart, and like it was like it was like their points were point one apart. Who had like one more assist but one less rebound? I'm just like, what? Like, how is this ha- very disappointing? But anywho, we got to move on. But uh, honestly, I- I'm more concerned uh, about the Warriors because again, y'all too young to be playing like this. Now, let me ask you this: the Philadelphia Eagles take their first loss of the season to the Commanders. How concerned are y'all about the Eagles? Um, the rookie. I know. I know we pressed for time, but. I'm not concerned about the Eagles at all. I mean, it's very unlikely that we see a team go through the entire, you know, NFL season to be and be undefeated. It's a reason we only seen it happen what twice ever. Um Hey, can I, I say something about that real quick? They keep saying was, that the 72 Dolphins pop champagne every year, like when yeah, the last undefeated team go down. Bro, the 72 Dolphins had to win 17 games to go undefeated. Teams now have to win 17 games to go undefeated in the regular season. <laughs> right. My brothers in Christ, I'm sorry to tell y'all, like, stop popping champagne. Also, aren't y'all like 80? Why are y'all <laughs> drinking so much champagne, bro? Leave it alone. Knock it off. Media like. Hey, them old... Anywho, knock it off. Larry Zonka, <laughs> I'm looking at you. Mercury Morris, looking at you, my brother. Knock it off. Go ahead, Josh. Um, But I'm, I'm not concerned at all. It's just you're going to lose games at some point in the football season. It's a long, yeah. uh, tough season, fatigue setting, and different things like that. It wasn't a – the Eagles had turnovers where they shouldn't have had turnovers, and it also wasn't the best officiated game. I'm not going to, you know, say that the, the commanders stole one. But I think, you know, I think it was just a point in the season where the Eagles were uh, bound to lose, and I still think that they're my favorites to make it to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. So. All right. Chris, are you concerned about these Eagles at all, man? Nah, it's one of them games, you know, you playing, you got 40 wins in the NBA, you play against Orlando, y'all go out there and y'all was like, ah, it's Orlando, we take the night off. One of the games you put in a piece of paper and just ball it up, shoot it in the trash, like, eh, Orlando, you know, we heard they draft pick. <laughs> they get right. draft pick. One of them games you just like, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm going to tell you this. I agree with Josh a thousand percent. Like there were the, some of the calls in that game, but I'm going to disagree with you on this point. I'm going to blame the refs because some of those calls were not just like, that, that, oh, that face mask bad. was egregious, yo. The face mask, they got, <laughs> they got, a, hey, listen, I want those referees investigated. Somebody had the, the commanders on the money line. They called up Chris for the parlay and said, hey, man. <laughs> I'm working this game, brother. I'm working this game. So if you don't go ahead and put some on the commanders, you're going to lose some cheese tonight. They had a, a picture of the ref in direct sight line of the face mask. Like, it's literally him looking at the face mask happening in real time and just being like, oh, cool, fumble. Word. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
What? And then the the call against Taylor Heineke at the end with uh, Brandon Graham and I, I can't remember who the other player was, where Heineke gives himself up, um, and then Brandon Graham tries to pull up, and I believe it was Hassan Reddick tried to pull up as well, but they ended up, you know, bumping into him a little bit and getting a, a personal foul. Do y'all not understand like how hard it is as a three hundred pound man to stop all of your force and inertia from going at that guy? Number one. Number two, how many times have we seen quarterbacks slip, fall, get up, throw a pass, touchdown or, or yep. first down or whatever? You don't know that he's giving himself up in that moment, in the heat of that second, on third and however long. You don't know that he's giving himself up. And, that, and that's just, to me, that's just egregious, man. That's just, you got to let that one rock. You got to kind of say, hey, I trust that, you know, I trust that this wasn't malicious. But uh, I'm not giving y'all a free first down in this moment because that's taking the game away from the Eagles at that point. But the Eagles I, did screw the pooch themselves. So. I do think they should pass some some kind of rules where if you want to be an official for a sport, you got to have some former uh, playing experience in that sport. I, abs- I absolutely agree. Honestly, I think they need to rewrite the NFL rule book and like take a lot of it, like take a lot of things out altogether. Cause there's a lot of things that just, they never get called. Like they literally yeah. never get called. And it's just like, why do we even have offensive pass interference except for when they run screens? Like why? <laughs> right. You're never going to call a wide receiver for pushing off. When the last time y'all seen the wide receiver getting called for a push off that affected the game at the end? When's the last time y'all saw that? Never. Exactly. And we know why receivers be pushing off. We know. Mike Evans has made a career of it. He's a massive human being who uses his big body and those long arms to get defenders away from him. If the refs ain't going to call it, I don't blame you. Keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I just think they should take it out the rules altogether. So, you know. But anyway, am I concerned about these Eagles? Hell no. We can say hell and keep our clean rating. So, hell <laughs> no, I'm not concerned about these Eagles, man. They, they'll be just fine. Um, again, the NFC East is playing out of their minds this year. Uh, Go Giants. Mike McCarthy is not ruining a team. It's crazy to me. This is this is something I've never seen before. And, you know, we talk about the Eagles being good. The Giants, surprising. Kadarius Toney left them, and all of a sudden, he hit the uh, Kevin Nash. You remember when Kevin Nash had the cast over his leg? And then he <laughs> pulled back the blanket and got up? That's what Kadarius Toney did in, in Kansas City. And they're still fine. They're still fine. I, I have never seen anything like this. And then even the commanders, as bad as everybody want to talk about how they are, as terrible as their team song is, the commanders need to be thrown in jail for that team song, by the way. As terrible as it is, they're 500. That's crazy. Your worst team is one game out of the, the uh, playoffs. That's absolutely nuts, man. Listen, we know that uh, we got to get out of here. We know y'all tired of us talking about the commanders and that terrible song, the refs and them terrible calls, the Warriors and this terrible effort, except for Draymond putting energy in that one punch man on pool. <laughs> but come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,